Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Former President Trump has indicated that he does not want us to solve the problem at the border. He wants to lay the blame of the border at Biden. With immigration a top issue in the 2024 election, did the former president just derail a bipartisan border deal? Donald Trump have the ability to kill this immigration deal? There's not a deal to be killed yet. CBS Evening News begins now. Good evening, I'm James Brown. In Fenora, thank you for being with us. You just heard from Republican Senators Mitt Romney and Lindsey Graham just when Congress appeared close to a deal on the southern border and funding for Ukraine, there are concerns election politics are getting in the way. CBS's Scott McFarland is on Capitol Hill tonight speaking to lawmakers about what's standing between America and immigration reform. The election's other top issue, the economy. We got big news today. U.S. GDP grew at a surprising pace last quarter, but despite low unemployment and a booming stock market, we speak to Americans about why some are not feeling the effects. But we begin tonight with severe weather. Nearly 26 million people are under flood watches from Louisiana to West Virginia, with more rain expected in the days ahead. Parts of the South are already underwater tonight after days of torrential rains with more than a foot on the ground in parts of Texas and several inches in Louisiana. CBS's Janet Shamley and reports tonight from Conroe, Texas, where officials have declared a disaster due to the dangerous flooding. A city submerged. Cars plowing through floodwater in Mandeville, Louisiana, north of New Orleans. This is what six inches of rain in less than 24 hours looks like. A first responder helping a passenger to safety. In Texas, the storm is over, but the emergency is ongoing. Authorities have been on the scene here for the past day, taking these boats out, 
and bringing people to safety. The water came up very quickly. You can see a car submerged there in the background. Just the distance between me and the car, there's eight feet of standing water. Emergency crews use these boats to rescue people from more than a dozen homes. (laughs) Including a few pets. First responders say one homeowner wouldn't leave until it was almost too late. There's an individual who called us, called 911. He couldn't get out of his house. Five people had to be rescued after trying to drive through the fast-flowing water. Warnings not to drive on flooded roads are frequently ignored. If you do end up in a situation where your vehicle is taking on water, you need to get yourself and your passengers to higher ground as quickly as you possibly can. Experts say a sinking car may float on the water's surface for up to three minutes, but you only have one minute to exit safely. Remember the acronym SWOC, seatbelts off, windows open or broken, out immediately, and children first. Flooding is expected to continue here due to runoff. Right now, it's easy to see where this road is washed out, but for a driver at night, visibility drops and the danger increases. JB? Important information, Janice Shamley, and thank you. And for where that rain is headed next, along with another winter storm moving towards the northeast, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. JB, good evening. The rain, it has been relentless this week, especially across the south, and a lot of places will see more rain in the coming days. Showers tonight across the south that spread across the Great Lakes and the northeast. More rain returns tomorrow, meaning more flooding is back in our forecast as well. The temperatures, they have been incredibly mild. A lot of 60s and 70s across the south. Temperatures very mild in the Midwest. We're melting snow here, and we're bringing in rain, so that also ups our flood risk. Going into the weekend now, another shot of rain, heavy rain from the central plains across the south, spreading its way from the mid-Atlantic into the northeast. But also notice some colder air will move in here. That means some snow is in our forecast. Rain two to three inches in pockets in JB. Some spots in New England could see as much as eight inches of snow. Mike, thank you for the heads up. Meanwhile, back here in Washington, a bipartisan group of senators are trying to salvage a very fragile deal to overhaul our nation's immigration laws and provide more funding for Ukraine. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports there are concerns that Donald Trump is trying to kill the deal to help win an election. A month-long negotiation to bolster the U.S. border is on life support. In a closed-door meeting yesterday, Republican leader Mitch McConnell warned Donald Trump might want to make immigration a campaign issue, threatening GOP support for any deal. On day one, I will seal the border and I will shut down the invasion of our country. It's an invasion. The idea that that someone running for president would say, please hurt the country so I can blame my opponent and help my politics is a a shocking uh, uh, development. Senators are trying to save their effort to overhaul immigration law into Ukraine for Russia. We are negotiating in good faith and want to get this done in a bipartisan way. Will Trump have the ability to kill this immigration deal? Well, I think there's not a deal to be killed yet. South Carolina's Lindsey Graham says he's urging Trump to get behind the border negotiations, which he says are ongoing tonight. I will say to President Trump, if we can put this package together, you'll have more tools to secure America than you've ever had. Among proposals being discussed, making it easier to expel migrants when border crossings spike and raising the requirements to claim asylum in the U.S. 
hanging in the balance, emergency money to help Ukraine replenish its weapons and equipment. As the Biden administration says the Pentagon has run out of money for Ukraine. We have the Ukrainian aid. It's it's vulgar and evil that, that anyone would turn our backs now on, on Ukraine right now. But that's also facing resistance from some Trump allies. Is there a risk the Ukraine money falls apart too? That the Ukraine component also gets killed? Oh, here? I hope so, because I don't, I don't like that either. We spent the day trying to determine if Trump was trying to kill this border deal. And moments ago, he eliminated any suspense in a statement saying a border deal is a gift to Democrats. JB? Scott McFarland on Capitol Hill, thank you. Donald Trump took the witness stand today in his own defense in the civil defamation trial from writer E. Jean Carroll in New York. Carroll is seeking $10 million in damages for disparaging comments made after a jury found him liable for sexually abusing her. CBS's Errol Barnett was inside the courthouse. Two days after a joyful win in New Hampshire, former President Donald Trump was stone-faced, testifying in his own defense on the witness stand in New York. Judge Lewis Kaplan presided over the previous civil trial in which Trump was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation of writer E. Jean Carroll. And for this trial, he emphasized no testimony could contradict the previous verdict, which left Trump's lawyers with few questions. She's not my type. Including whether he stood by the deposition in which he declared his innocence. Trump said yes. At one point, Trump said of Carol, quote, she said something I considered a false accusation. The judge ordered the comment stricken from the record. And when Trump said, quote, I just wanted to defend myself, my family and frankly, the presidency, another objection and instruction to the jury to disregard. Trump's entire testimony lasted only four minutes. And when he said before taking the stand, I don't know who the woman is, Judge Kaplan reprimanded him for interrupting. Exiting the courtroom, Trump was overheard saying, quote, this is not America. Now, jurors return in the morning for closing arguments and could potentially begin deliberations over this possible eight-figure defamation sum by lunchtime Friday. And Donald Trump, who, by the way, was not required to testify and does not have to be here, JB, he says he'll be inside the courtroom Friday as well. Errol Barnett in New York. Thank you, Errol. Former Trump advisor Peter Navarro was sentenced today to four months in prison for refusing to testify to the House committee that investigated the attack on the U.S. Capitol. The committee found that Navarro spread misinformation on a 2020 election by making false claims of voter fraud. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon received the same sentence for defying a congressional subpoena, but he remains free on appeal. Navarro is also appealing his sentence. Opening statements today in a landmark court case that's pushing the boundaries of criminal responsibility. It's the first time a parent could be held directly responsible for the killings carried out by their child. Jennifer Crumbly is charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter for the school shooting in Oxford, Michigan, two years ago. CBS's Elaine Quijano is there. Jennifer Crumbly sat teary-eyed on day one of the history-making trial. Jennifer Crumbly didn't pull the trigger that day, but she is responsible for those deaths. Her son was 15 when he shot and killed four students at Oxford High School in Michigan. Ethan Crumbly pleaded guilty and was sentenced last month. The defendant shall serve the rest of his life without the possibility of parole. 
The four students who died ranged in age from 14 to 17. Seven others were wounded, including teacher Molly Darnell. I realize he's raising a gun to me. She showed jurors her bullet wound as she described what happened that day. I had texted my husband, I love you, active shooter. Um, and then I started feeling blood dripping down my arm. Prosecutors say Jennifer Crumbly and her husband James ignored warning signs of mental health issues, including drawings of a gun with the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me. They bought him a gun as a gift. The defense revealed Crumbly herself will testify. She did not have it on her radar in any way that there was any mental disturbance that her son would ever take a gun into a school that her son would ever shoot people. If convicted, the Crumblies could each face 15 years in prison, not for what they did, say prosecutors, but what they failed to do. They did nothing. They didn't do any number of tragically small and easy things that would have prevented all this from happening. Defense attorneys say they will try to compel the shooter to appear as a witness for his mother. His attorneys are advising him not to take the stand. Meantime, James Crumbly's trial is set to begin in March. J.B. Elaine Quijano, thank you. Boeing's CEO was back on Capitol Hill today, facing more questions about the safety of his company's planes. CBS News is just learning that tomorrow, the first 737 MAX 9 jet will take off with passengers on board after weeks of being grounded. That will be an Alaska Airlines flight from Seattle to San Diego. Here's CBS's senior transportation correspondent, Chris Van Cleve. The Boeing production line stopped today for a safety stand-down focused on quality control issues. The flying public is counting on us. The day-long production pause comes as questions swirl around an anonymous post purportedly by a Boeing employee and a report in the air current that during final production, Boeing accessed the door panel that eventually blew off an Alaska Airlines MAX 9 mid-flight in order to make repairs to the fuselage. If that work occurred, the four bolts holding the door in place would have to be removed. After the blowout, those bolts remain unaccounted for. We're going to talk about transparency and responsibility, and that'll be it. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun was back on Capitol Hill. I want to make sure we're doing everything possible to ensure that that these planes are safe. Alaska and United Airlines are now performing newly approved inspections on the door panels located in row 26 on Alaska and row 30 on United. Mechanics will confirm that door panel is properly secured and safe for flight. Initial inspections found several jets with loose bolts. The airlines expect the MAX 9 to return to service as soon as tomorrow. Does the plane have a credibility problem? The 737 MAX has a stained reputation as an aircraft, and Boeing is going to have to work very hard to eradicate that that stain, to make the public trusted again. The MAX grounding will cost Alaska at least $150 million. The ultimate goal is to make Boeing better uh, uh, through this process and keep our customers and our employees uh, having a lot of confidence in this airplane going forward. Now, Boeing declined to comment about those reports, citing the ongoing NTSB investigation. United and Alaska say passengers who are booked on a MAX 9 who do not want to fly on one will be allowed to make changes without any additional costs. J.D.? Chris Van Cleve with the latest. Turning now to some positive economic news. 
The Commerce Department reports that the economy grew at a faster-than-expected pace of 3.3 percent in the fourth quarter. And while consumer confidence is rising across the board, some groups are feeling better than others. CBS's Nikki Batiste spoke to people across the country. Personally, in my family, we are struggling. I think that the economy is doing horrible. We don't have a retirement. We're doing fine. To hear people talk, it's a tale of two economies. While the U.S. economy ended 2023 with stronger-than-expected growth. Instead of contracting, the economy has continued to grow. Some Americans across the country say they're not feeling the same boost to their bank accounts, and many are still treading water. Everything from, you know, the cost of groceries to getting around. More than 12 million Americans spent more than half their income on rent in 2022. The percentage of my salary that goes into rent is about 60%. More people are turning to credit cards to pay their bills, carrying balances with rates at an all-time high. Some are using credit cards to pay for groceries. The prices of food the last few years is that they've been out of control. So they're looking at, when I go to the grocery store, I'm paying 25% more than I did before the pandemic. 25% at the store adds up. It adds up fast. And it's not just groceries, of course, it's rent, is auto insurance, and I think that's just inescapable. The good news is with unemployment dipping to 3.7%, jobs are readily available and wages are finally outpacing inflation. People could feel a lot better in a few months, but we'll just have to wait and see. Some Americans might also see good news in their 401ks and retirement accounts helped by a strong stock market. The economy is expected to be a key issue as voters head to the polls this election year. JB. Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. Turning overseas, CIA Director William Burns is heading to France, hoping to help broker a deal between Israel and Hamas to release all remaining hostages held in Gaza. A source tells CBS News that Burns will meet with Israel's intelligence chief and the prime minister of Qatar. Burns was involved in talks that led to previous hostage releases. We turn now to Alabama, where a death row inmate is about to become the first person in the U.S. to be executed with nitrogen gas, a new method critics say could cause excessive pain. Here's CBS's Manuel Bohorquez. The state of Alabama is preparing to kill inmate Kenneth Smith using nitrogen gas for the first time as a method of execution. It involves placing a mask over his face, filling it with the gas, which would deprive him of oxygen. Smith was one of two men convicted of murdering Elizabeth Senate in 1988. It's the second time the state has tried to put him to death after a failed attempt using lethal injection more than a year ago, one of three botched executions that year. It's an experiment, and we just think it's reckless. Alabama has not shown that it has the competence and skill to carry out these executions. Smith released a statement today through his spiritual advisor, reading in part, We simply cannot normalize the suffocation of each other. Support for the death penalty has declined over the last 25 years, with half of Americans polled saying they believe it's applied unfairly. Some pharmaceutical companies have refused to make or provide drugs used for lethal injections, leading states like Alabama to look for other options. The jury that convicted Smith in the murder case recommended life in prison as a punishment, but they were overruled by the judge. That is something Alabama law no longer allows. J.B. Manuel Bohorquez, thank you. A historic church dating back to the 1800s suddenly collapses 
We'll have the details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Officials in New London, Connecticut, are investigating what caused a historic church to suddenly collapse today. A woman who was inside when the steeple and roof caved in was not hurt. A utility company says there's no danger at the scene from natural gas or electricity. The Gothic granite church shared by two congregations dates back nearly 175 years. There's a nationwide recall on a popular brand of cough syrup. We'll tell you what to look for in your medicine cabinet next. Now this consumer alert. There's a recall on Robitussin honey cough syrup because it may be contaminated and cause dangerous infections, especially among people with compromised immune systems. The company says healthy people probably aren't at risk. The recalled products have expiration dates in 2025 and 2026. We have more information at cbsnews.com. A daughter gives her mother the gift of life twice. The incredible story next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Finally tonight, a story about one woman's gift of life to her mother. Eileen Harlan of Baltimore donated a piece of her liver to her mom in August of 2022. And last month, she donated one of her kidneys. She's just the 14th person in the U.S. to make these donations to the same person on different dates. Her mother, Julia, suffers from a rare liver disease, which ultimately led to her kidney failure, the gift of life and a daughter's love. 
And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. Wishing Nora O'Donnell a happy birthday. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.